Get started on to today's daf. Today is daf Yud Aleph, and we're starting our review at the bottom of the page. Um, I mean, our new daf <laughs> on the bottom of the page. Amar Mar, Tifte, Tifte. So we said that uh, the word Tifte, the re- you shall redeem, talking about the redeeming of the fir- of the firstborn donkey. So Tifte, what does that teach us? Tifte miyad, do it immediately. So it sounds like we don't pause, we don't wait. It was your question. When do you do the redemption of the firstborn donkey? Right away. Tifte kolshu. How do you know the true value of the donkey is at first? It doesn't matter the value. That's the point. Right you're transferring away, it onto a sheep. Right away means... Yeah, but you were talking right before that the value has to, has to be a certain value in order to do the... Uh, There's no redemption for less than the value of a shekel. Yeah. There's still a minimum that you're supposed to redeem it for. Okay? The, no matter what it is... A weak, sick donkey... Even if it's less than a shekel, there's a minimum that you must redeem it, and that is a shekel. So the point, that's what we're saying. Okay, we'll say. It'll work, it'll work. It'll work no matter what. Now, we'll see that we're going to get to it in a second, okay? One one second. So one step at a time. So again, there's this drasha that we were just introduced to, that tifte means, first of all, do it right away. Tifte kol shehu. You can redeem it at any, um, to any value, meaning the lamb worth any amount. It does, there, were not, there is no requirement in the lamb how much does that lamb worth? How much is that lamb worth? So, Pshita, so the Gemara says, isn't that obvious? So the Gemara says, Itzrich is a chidosh here. Salgadal Gemara might have thought, hold the Since it's after all compared to firstborn man. Ma b'chor adam achar shloshim. Just like b'chor adam, when you do redemption of your firstborn b'chor, you do it after 30 days. And how much do you have to redeem it on to? Five slime. Right? So I know me, maybe here too. Akhashloshim after thirty days. That's why we need the Pasuk of Tifta to tell you right away. And Tifta Koshu, no matter what the value, there is no minimum. Now, Rebyos Rebu Domer, actually not true. There is no redemption less than a shekel. That's the minimum. Okay, so the question is, that's beautiful, Rabbi Yosher Biuda, but uh, it can't be less than a shekel. Now the question is, what do you mean? Either way, if you're comparing it to a firstborn uh, human, then it should be the same as human, which is minimum five shkalim. And if you're not making that, shekel minoli. Where do you get the number shekel? How do you get a minimum value of a shekel? It's It doesn't say so anywhere in the text. So Gemara says, you're right. Really, you don't make the comparison. It's not based on the comparison to Bukharatam. But Rabbah says, the Puzzle says, All evaluations should be with which denomination? The shekel kodesh. So that's the basis. Anytime you need to evaluate, the minimum is always going to be a shekel. So that's Rabbi Yosef reviewed the Shita, that it's not true that you could do it on any, uh, any amount. You need at least to be worth a shekel, and the basis is because of the puzzle from Erechim. Okay. We're at the very last line on Daf Yodom and Beis. Rabbanon says, how, who, what do they do with that? How do they understand this, uh, this drasha of Chol Erkecha? Hahu, Behesig Yad Ksiv. What that puzzle is talking about is what we call Hesig Yad. 
Hezek Yad means where you're, uh, where where a person de- decides that he wants to donate his his approximate value to his um, to he wants to donate his approximate ba- value to the base of Mikdash to the temple. And the Allah is is that when you do so, you um, it goes by your age and gender. So if you're let's say uh, 50 years old, there's a set price, it's mentioned in the Torah, how much money you have to give, if you're male, it's X amount, if you're female, it's a different number. Okay. And that's the amount that you have to donate. Now, what if the person is uh, not, uh, can't afford that amount? What if, it, what if he can't afford that amount? So the Pasuk says that he goes to the Kohen and the Kohen says, oh, don't worry, how much money do you have? First he asks, how much money do you have? So he says, have a you know, $20. So he says, okay, your value is $20. And then that's how much he gave. You understand? He first asks, now, even if that's the case, let's say the guy has no money at all, there's still a minimum. The minimum is a shekel. And that's what they said. In the Yad, that's what the Rabbanon is saying that the Pasuk is talking about, that you always have to at least be a shekel. Okay. Brings now, Amar Rav Nachman, Nudin, Halacha, Gedirei the Halacha, Follows the Chachamim. Okay? Meaning, not like Rabbi Yosef Yudha that says that the only way to redeem it is at a shekel's value, but like the Chachamim, that it can be any value. Gemara says, the Kama. How much does any value mean? In other words, even though they said any amount, but there's, we're assuming that there's some shekel limit. Shekel is expensive. Yeah, so that's what we're saying. It's not, it doesn't have to be a shekel, but how, how little can it be? So it says, Amarav Yosef, Afilu Petruza, Again, what we're doing is on the value of a sheep. Now, how minimum is a sheep? The smallest sheep? So Rashi says, yes, a patruza, which is a very weak, skinny little sheep that's tiny, that's not, that's sickly, that's not worth much money. Bardanka, that's worth a danka. Now, a danka is um, basically um, a ma'a, which is a sixth of a dinar. Dinar is, uh, what? Uh, it would be like a little ewe lamb. Yeah, exactly. And that's when you're transferring the sanctity off the donkey onto the tiniest little lamb you can find. A little ewe lamb. Exactly. It's like, it's like buying the field. Buying the? Buying the field. Well, it's a redemption. It's a redemption. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, but this is, this is, this is what has to be given to the Kohen. The, to the priest. The priest gets it. So yeah. I take the sanctity off the donkey, transfer it onto the sheep, and that's what the coin's going to get, is the little baby sheep. One-sixth of a dinner, right? One-sixth of a dinner. It's very little. Dinner. Of a silver dinner. A silver dinner is 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 a, is one zuz, one right. One so zuz. four of those is a seller. So it's it's a yeah. very little... Uh, how many seller are shekel? That's four. A seller is a, a shekel. What? Ah, no, a shekel is like... Two Shekel is two, so this is still this is a this is um, what one twelfth of a shekel. That could be fine enough. Now Amarava, because the shekel is like a, a shekel is like a half a so it's like mach, shekel means machtis a shekel. That's what it's saying. Right? Okay. Amarava, Avan and Amitanina. We also have a mishnah. Okay. God of the cotton says God of the cotton. Be be the sheep large or small? What? Uh-huh. Typically, they refer to a lamb. Yeah. The question is. How can a lamb be old or young? A lamb is young by its definition. Right? 
A lamb is just, just a species. Just any limits on how young it may be, we would assume it means even the youngest of lambs. Those right. that are sold for just a sixth of a zoos. Right. So there's ages, yeah, there's stages, right? And a lamb, a lamb is, is less not, than one year. Is, it, is that? No, no, no. It's uh, uh, the, the it's a it's a it's a language uh, thing that when a lamb becomes a sheep, it, it's, it, it, well, all we always said is is a set. A set can be any age. A set means any age, right? Right. A keves benchna so means within the year. When we say a, 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 there's a few words. What's the word for lamb? Keves specifically. Kebis. Se is, is a general a term for flocking animals, yeah. which can encompass a both goat, sheep or, or goats, right? right? And we say a tifte beset could be either, but okay, it's not lavdafka a sheep, okay? Tifte is redeemed. What's our definition? When does a lamb become a sheep? That's my question. No, so there's no. So I'm saying you're not. There is no. We're not using a word to describe a lamb as only under a certain age. The lamb that we use the word lamb is because that's typical. What are you going to use? But it could be larger, it could be older, it could be younger. But, but Usually, at two years, it changes. If it's a male, at two years, it hits the status of a ram. That's a different. That's already that's two years another that's right. But I'm saying that's there's old, a no? but there's quite a big range from from birth yeah. to even a year old. So okay. the word keves does not suggest a certain age per se. Keves means lamb, right? Yeah, no, but if, think of the words. We have to say keves ben shnaso, within the oh, year. Right. So ah, the precious. fact that we have to put that in indicates to. that it's not enough to, to indicate. Okay. 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 Anyway, so, uh, okay. Yes, it could be small, but that small? Maybe not. In other words, maybe there's a limit to how little you can use. So that's the thing. Inami, petruzolo. Maybe it can't be a weak sheep. A weak lamb. It could have got to be at least a healthy lamb, not a not a weakly, sickly not lamb. Sick. Right. Kamash that that's also okay. So it's not pshitas. Now, Rabbi Yudha Nesia, Havale Petach he had a Petach he had a, a firstborn donkey. Shadre lekamidu Rabbi Tarfon, sent to Rabbi Tarfon, Amrale Kamabina lemesel lekoin, I want to give to the Kohen the transfer, right? How much? So Amrale, so he says, Hare Amru, the rabbis tell us. So now, look what he's saying. Ayin Yafa, if you're a generous type of guy, Besela. The value should be the value of a Sela. Sela is two shekel, right? That's a, a full Sela. Four zoos, right? Ayin Ra, the cheap guy, Beshekel does the, just the shekel. Bainan is the middle guy, Biragia, which is three, three zoos, okay? So it's either four zoos, two zoos, or three zoos. So he says the middle man is the, is the, is the, is the three. Amarava, Hilchazah Biragia, the law, is you use a three zoos? That's the that's the minimum. That's the value that the lamb needs to be worth. Now the comma, tosos zoos. That's three zoos. Ragil, hachav, ragil hachi. It's neither not too generous, not too cheap. Okay, that's the right way. Problem is kashi hilchsa We just got ourselves into a, a contradiction. Before we said that the weakliest, sickliest. Uh, uh, we, weakest, sickliest uh, 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 sheet lamb is perfectly kosher. And here we're saying it should be at least three zuz worth, which is significant. Okay? It's a contradiction. Look, it's not difficult. There's two cases. There's when you ask the question and kamba osimeatsmo, or what you do on your own. Okay? So, can this, uh, well, like, listen. Like you do a mitzvah. 
you can you have to try to bring the nicest thing you can bring. Here's I the mean, thing. So you, you are joyce with the Exactly. Nice so it's not a contradiction with these two scenarios. When you ask the rabbi what should I give? He will tell you the right amount is to give is three souls. That's the right amount. If you don't ask any questions and you find the sheep and you find the weakest sheep and that's what you give to the coin, you fulfilled your. You fulfilled the minimum right. So don't ask the rabbi if you don't want to know the answer. That's definitely always good advice. Use your own judgment more than they can. Okay. If you're looking to save some money. Person has a firstborn donkey, and doesn't have a sheep to redeem it onto. So what's he to do? Then the option is is to whatever the value of that donkey is, that's what you redeem it on with cash. So just give the cash to the coin to the value of the donkey. Okay. Leman, who who in whose opinion is he following over here? like said specifies that you have to give a sheep. Ella the Reb Shimon obviously going according to Reb Shimon. So Rav Acha Masni Haki. That's how Rav Acha says it. Ravina Kashli he had a kash on that. Rebu the Reb Shimon. Halaki Rebu the first of all, I don't like that shot because normally when you have a pambachlok is Rebu the Reb Shimon. The halacha follows Rebu the over Reb Shimon. That's it. Rav Shimon. All his arguments are... We, right, normally we go with Rabbi Yudah over Rabbi Shimon. That's number one. This Sassam, Lantanik Rabbi Yudah. And there's a Stam Mishnah that you have to do it onto a sheep that's going like Rabbi Yudah as well. And you're telling me Allah like Rabbi Shimon? doesn't make sense. Even Rabbi Yudah would agree that as much as you want to say that the donkey is needs to be redeemed, but it can be more stringent than Hegdish. And just like Velom and Torah and, said, and when the Torah said, you redeem it onto a sheep, it's not to be stringent, it's to be lenient on it. So it's to, it's to if you want to go, go without redeeming it to its full value, then you need a sheep when you're not going to pay for the full value. But if you're paying for the full value, then that's perfectly fine. Even It's not less than Hegdish, just like Hegdish, you can redeem to its full value. So to... If I have a donkey, whatever it's worth, it's worth 20 bucks. I give the 20 bucks to the coin, it's good to go. And we actually quoted this before. Rav Nachman Breder of Yosef, he had cooked vegetables, and he gave it to the equal value of whatever the donkey was worth, and that's what he gave to the coin. So you don't have to give, as long as you're giving to its full value, that's perfectly fine, even according to review. There's a whole lot of cooked greens to make up the value of a donkey, isn't it? I mean, it's a baby donkey. I mean, it's a first. I mean, I know, it's the a, greens are not worth. They're like uh, it was cooked. I mean, whatever. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. A whole mess of greens. Oh, look, all I know is look. When, all I know is that when I go to uh, the salad bar, it's the most expensive item on. That's right. All right. Somebody is re- uh, redeeming. Uh, I noticed that my friend had a firstborn donkey. Right. And he's not careful. You following the story? He's no, not careful. I have a problem, well, you have a with, re- I have a problem with redeeming. Yeah. Because uh, there are several translations. And uh, they, are, they mean different things. Redeeming is to rescue. No, in this in context, in this context, it's not. Re- it's also the word for rescue, yeah. but it really is the same root. Redemption means I'm. I am taking. I'm. I'm taking this thing back by giving the money. 
Okay, so it's like an exchange, right? But this this thing has this, whatever status. A valor, a value. A value, right? It's supposed to go to the coin. I'm transferring its sanctity uh, by giving onto the money, and that's what I'm giving the, the money. money or the animal. And then the animal is no longer going to that cause. You understand? That's the concept. Here. Okay, so I'm redeeming my friend's firstborn donkey. He didn't want to do it. So I did it. Pidyon Apodo, guess what? It works. It's redeemed. Ibailu, ah. the question is, Pidyon Apodo, or Doma Pidyon Apodo? Who gets the redeemed donkey? I rede- is it like, you know... Does he get the donkey? Is it like when you pay the taxes? No, it's very interesting. When I pay the taxes for somebody else's property taxes, that entitles me... Um, to uh, a shear. Uh, is that how it works? Or not? That's the question. Meaning, maybe I get the land. You know what I'm saying? So when I redeem his donkey, he didn't redeem it. So now I could go to him and say, thank you very much. I'll take the donkey now. Or not? That's the question. I'll leave it to Rav Shimon. If you go with Rav Shimon, the question doesn't even start. Since they said it's permitted to benefit from, Memono de Bailam, who it's obviously going to be the owner's money because it belongs to him, right? So thank you very much. What's your connection with this donkey? You're renting it? No, nothing. It's my neighbor. Do you follow? It's my neighbor. And he's like, he's, he's, okay, it's, he, he doesn't like Kohanim, whatever it is, he has an issue. So he's not redeeming it. Okay, so I said, you know what? I'm happy to redeem it. I'll give the, the sheep to the to the I have to have a sheep. I give a sheep to the coin, and I I'm, I'm, for his donkey, it's redeemed. Do I get to take away the guy's donkey or not? Maybe he still gets to keep it. If you go through Shimon, where the donkey was anyway permitted before you redeem it, there's nothing to talk about. Of course, he keeps the donkey before it's redeemed. Rip Shimon. Rip Shimon. He says that before you redeem the donkey, can he use the donkey? Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants with that donkey. It's not prohibited. So if that's the case, of course, just because I redeemed it, doesn't entitle me to the donkey. That's for sure not. Okay? The question is, that animal is So maybe you compare it to Agdish. Just like when somebody's... What? What's the matter? No, so Rabbi Shimon put a limit on that? How long... We said we use it like a. We did not see anything. No. The baby for the paperweight. Is that? No, it's we, no, no, no. We're talking about benefiting. That's a, a yeah. We just compared it. <laughs> he learned. Remember, he compared it to the. If he had some mitzvah, it's on him to do. He didn't do it. Right. Can he use the donkey? Yeah. Just like Bechor Adam, you can use as, as long just, as you use it. Still required them to fulfill this. Yes. But, no but the, but the question, and, and the, clearly, because I decided to redeem it, doesn't entitle me to anything, because it's his animal, and he was always able to use it. Right. The question is, according to Rabbi Uda, where he can't touch the animal, there's nothing he could do with this animal until, in the meantime, until, until it's redeemed, and I decided to redeem it, maybe that entitles me to that animal. Right. No different like Hagdish. Mm-hmm. Just like by Hagdish, Look at the animal, this donkey, as if like it's Agdish. Like Just like whoever pays for the Agdish, I give the money, the value to Agdish, I get sure, the animal. Sure. Same thing here. Or maybe, since after all he's entitled to the difference in value between the donkey and the, uh, and, and, and the, and the sheep, right? which is a big differential, 
So maybe low tummy like this is not the same quiet as Hagdish. Because after all, he's entitled to the donkey. There's a big timber, right? All, what did I do? Right, let's, let's, let's go through the numbers. There was a donkey that was worth 100 bucks, oh, you know, a, a newborn donkey. I have a sheep that's worth 20 bucks. I go to the coin, I give the $20 beforehand, and now I grab the donkey that's worth $100 donkey. That's a good business, right? Can I do that? What do you mean? He was entitled to the donkey if he would have given the 20 bucks. So, I mean, right, so why should I be entitled to the $100? That's why it's not quite the same thing as English, even though he's not allowed to benefit yet till he does so. But the bottom line is he's entitled to that differential. And that's the reason why maybe it's not like Hegdish. This is the suffix. Somebody steals the firstborn donkey of his neighbor. I have to pay double its value to the Bailam. Even though he is not really entitled to any use of that donkey as of yet. But in the future he will. When he will get to redeem it, when, he's on, when he gets a chance to redeem it, then it's his donkey. So therefore, I'm chayev to pay for the same kefal like anything that I steal. Okay? Mani. Now, who could this be going in? What do you mean he doesn't have a donkey now? He has the donkey now. He can do whatever he wants with that donkey right now. It's going in Rabbi Huda. If you're comparing it to Hagdish, obviously it's not the same as Hagdish. And that's the answer. So the answer is, of course, who gets the, when I redeem it, it was very nice of me to redeem his donkey, but I get nothing for it, okay? I just, I was, you know, I'm out my money, whatever, 20 bucks. Okay, he it was money. very nice, and that's he it. He has to pay twice, but there is no punishment besides what? paying twice. That's not a punishment enough? You're as a as a, I have to return, I return the item, and I'm paying back double what I, t- what I took. That's well, it. You pay that amount again, right? You yeah. The item and you pay the value again to the person. Exactly. That's Kefal, right. Kefal. Right. Is this, is this also in relationship to a firstborn son? We're going to get to it. This, yeah, we're going to get to firstborn okay. son also. This is first focused on the firstborn donkey. Okay. Then we'll get to the firstborn animals and then firstborn humans. Wow. So that's the, that's awesome. the deal. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Remember, we had a suffix, but one of them had given birth first before, the other one had not, and we don't know which one. So, okay. We said that, you, uh, that this sheep can be redeemed. Uh, 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 you know, this sheep that you redeemed it on is included in your Meister Behemoth. So what is that talking about? Obviously, you didn't, we're not talking about where you gave the sheep to the Kohen. Any sheep that was given to somebody else, if he purchased, be it if a purchase, or it was, uh, or it was a gift, the halacha is, is that that sheep is not included in Meiser Behemah. Meiser Behemah is only, I give the tenth animal, of animals that are born to me in my flock. I have a flock of animals. That year, they have 10 animals that are born. Then I have to give, I count out 10, and the 10th one goes as a korban. Maaser. A Maaser And I bring it as a korban in the base of Migdash in the temple. That's the rule of Maaser Behemah. Now, if I sell you or gift you a sheep, you don't have that obligation. No matter how many sheep I gift you, you don't have to do that. Okay, It's only when it's born to you. 
So obviously, if it was given to the Kohen, that's not what we're talking about. Ella be Yisrael, show you beso. The guy, this fella had ten questionable peter chamors in his house. And as we learned, that when it's, what does that mean, questionable? He had ten donkey, female donkeys. They all gave birth to firstborns, and they all had a set of twins. And every set of twins was one, was one male and female. You understand? What? It's not very likely. It can happen, okay? Anyway, I'm just presenting the scenario. So, okay, anything's possible, right? Okay, anyway, bottom line is, I, I'm just presenting the scenario. So, I have to, so now, what do I do? Since, what, since each one of these might have been a, a, a male, was born first. So because of that, on every one, I transfer, the, the, I transfer it onto a sheep. But I don't have to give it to the coin. I can keep that sheep. So now I have ten sheep that were transferred on. Where did I get these sheep? I had them in my flock. What's the story with them? They were born into my flock. Okay, so you to one sheep. No, it's saying that I'm doing it onto ten different yeah, sheep. But it's not necessary. So we'll get to that. We'll get to it. But I, this is I'm just presenting the scenario. So listen to the story, right? It's saying clearly that you're supposed to separate onto ten sheep and then you could the tenth sheep and these sheep are yours to keep and there's a mitzvah meiser on on the on these sheep but you keep it now he separates tenth sheep on and he gives meiser on the tenth one but he keeps all the all the rest of the sheep here he had definitely ten for sure Petr Chamors. Vadoin, definite. But where did he get him from? He's the Yisrael, but his mom is a Bas Kohen, and he got it from, he inherited it from his Zaydi, his grandfather, uh, who was a Kohen, right? Now, where did that Cohen get it from? What was he doing with Petre Chamorin that were obligated? But also, Avi Imo Cohen, Avi Imo Yisrael. He got it from his mother's father, who was Yisrael. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now it's ending, it went through, in between stage, through, uh, through the, the Yerusha, the inheritance of a Cohen, but now I'm a Yisrael. Yes, Okay, so <laughs> I have to separate ten set. I'm going to give a tithe on that but I get to keep all the sheep. Why? Because the Kohen, who I got it from, would have been entitled to keep everything, so I'm entitled to keep it too. Okay. So he had a bunch of tevel non tithed grain that were ready to go in his house. Where did he get it from? And where did that Kohen get it from? So it started out by Yisrael, the great, 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 great grandfather, who was a Yisrael, who inherited it off to his grandson, who was a Kohen, who inherited it again to his grandson, who was a Yisrael. You have to separate the Miser, but you get to keep the Miser. Okay. Even even though because even though I have to sell it to a Kohen, but it's mine monetarily. Okay, obviously if it's truma, 
I'm not allowed to eat it as a Yisrael. He doesn't have to give it to But I don't have to grant gift it because my, my Yisraeli, who I inherited from, was not yeah, obligated. Cohen. He is a Kohen. He's entitled to keep it. Okay? So we're going to... Now, the question is, it's a, repe- it's a repetitive. It's the same halacha. Why does it have to say it twice? The tzricha. Diashmin and Kamaisi was just telling me the first case. After all, it's been uh, separated and on. Avalacha, the matano shalohormu, Kemisha lo hormu tamen. It's like uh, it's it, the the gifts that are not um, separated are like uh, uh, it's like they're not separated at all. Meaning, you could argue and say that after all, if I didn't take out the truma, it's a, it's still it's not like the truma is if it's been taken off. So Malo, maybe that's something that I uh, maybe that's something that I. Do have to separate the tithe for and give and give it to the coin, because while it was in the hands of the coin, it wasn't separated. Maybe it's different. After all, I don't need any outside material to redo the redempt to take my my trumas and maestros, so I can just leave it right there. It's right. It's lying there. But over there, given the same alma boy, I need a sheep from somewhere to redeem it onto. Asuye o mafresh v'koi, emelo Maybe then, I, since I never did that, uh, maybe it, it, the fact that it had been in the hands of a kohen, my grandfather, for a period of time, is not going to free me from my obligation to remove that tithe, and that's why tzricha I need a special pasuk. Okay. Okay, that's why I need both drushas. Now, Amarav Shmuel Bar Nasan, Amarav Yichanina, Alokech Tvalim Mimurachin. When you buy Tevel Mimurach, Min Ove Kacham from a Gentile, okay, Ma'asran, I have to take the tithe, Ben Shalom, but I can keep that tithe. Why? Demrachinuman. Who is the one who smoothed over, that created the obligation? Ilem Demrachinuman, it was done by the Gentile. Degan Chamrachmanov, Lodoganov, there's no obligation when it was done by the Gentile. So it has to be Demrachinu Yisrael, Rashi says what's going on over here is that this belonged to a Yisrael. Well, it belonged to a, a, the Gentile, but the Yisrael was a sharecropper in the field, and he was the one who smoothed over the, the which kicks in the obligation. Masran, you're going to have to take a tithe. Why? The inkinu of a merits Yisrael, because the fact that the Gentile owns the land in Israel doesn't really belong to him. The mice will still have to be separated. Why do you get to keep it then? If I have to separate the tithes, why is the guy entitled to it? An interesting idea. I don't have to give it to the coin because I can argue, look, where did I get it from? A Gentile. Would the coin have gotten it from this Gentile? Clearly not. So therefore, I'm not giving it. I separate it, but I don't have to hand it over. That's what it's saying. Okay? So we're introduced to the idea, this interesting idea, which is basically saying is that I am, uh, that when I get it from a Gentile, since you couldn't have gotten money from him, the Kohen, he's not giving it to anybody, so I'm not worse off than where I got it from, and therefore, even, although I do the tithing, I get to keep it, and I can sell it to a Kohen. It's my money, okay? That's the logic. He has, uh, he has the rights to that? As a sharecropper. He, uh, yeah, the point is, I don't have to give the tithe because it's from a Gentile. The Gentile wasn't going to give it. So therefore, it's money that you had a, a loss anyway. So I'm not, I don't have to be 
I don't have to give what I where where the source is from somewhere where you wouldn't have gotten it anyway. Why would it have to be smoothed over and ties taken? That's what, because once it, because the coin because the Israel the Gentile who owns land doesn't free it from its tithing. It's still obligated it's tithing. On the land. It's obligation on the land. Now the still in all, if the Gentile did the tithe did the smoothing, that wouldn't count. But I did the tithing because I'm a Israel sharecropper. So that's enough to create the obligation to tithe. But that tithe doesn't have to be given because it's from a Gentile who wasn't going to give it, so I'm not going to give it either. Yeah, okay, sure. I, was not in the picture, I don't have to give obligation. Exactly. I don't, I don't have to give it because I love money in the transaction. Not because of that. Because I'm, because you, here's the story. We look at it in a very practical way. Is this money that belongs to the coin? The answer is, if the, if, since the Gentile was never going to give it, it's not like it belongs to him anyway. anything. You wouldn't have anyway. Right, exactly. That's the logic. Now we're going to see Okay, we're not done yet. Somebody who gives fruit to watch by a Samaritan, okay? The Eitz Amaritz, or an Amaritz, somebody who's not learned in the law. Whatever I gave, is, I assume that's what I got back. We don't assume that he switched it for his own fruit. Whatever I gave, I got back the same stuff. So if I tithed it, I got back what's, pretty, what's pre-tithed. If I if it's Shemitah, whatever, it's the same stuff. But if I give it over to a Gentile to watch, even if I get it back, the likelihood is, is that I didn't get back the same fruit. He ate whatever it was, and he gave me back new fruit. Where did he get that fruit from? Who knows where he got it from? But you can't assume that it's been tithed. That's the point. Okay? You're starting over. That's Tanakama. Reb Shimon Omer, Demai. No, it's not for sure. Uh, that you have to separate the ties? It's just a question. That's something. Clearly, everybody would say that there's no choice but to separate ties. That's for sure. Do you have to give that tithing to the coin or not? He definitely switched it. He gave you new stuff. Of course. Yeah, no, it's definitely a mitzvah tithe. We're talking about I tithed it before I... I'm talking about like this. I have a, a basket of fruit, and I'm going out of town. I say, look, I'm going to be back in a couple of days. Hold it for me. And I ask the Gentile to hold this basket of fruit for me. And he says, no problem. I'll put it in my storage room. Okay? I come back, and he, return, and he returns me the basket of fruit. They're not the same fruit. He, he ate them all. No, not run. It's a couple of days. He ate the, all the fruit. He had a party. And then he says, oh, well, let me get some new fruit, and I'll put new fruit on. Different fruit. He switches it. That's the concern. When it's the, 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 the Kuti, the Samaritan, or the Amharetz, he's not switching. He, the fruit you gave him is the fruit you got back. When it's a Gentile, we are afraid that he switched it. Not afraid. He for sure did. And therefore, it must be given to the coin. From Shimon, no, Demai, it's only a suffix. And therefore, you don't have to give it to the Kohen. Now, Yosef, Rav Dimi, Rav Dimi was saying over this, It sounds like it's, a qu- it's only because it's a doubt. Did he switch it or didn't he switch it? But if he for sure switched it, I surely have to give it to the Kohen. But why? Didn't we just see on top of the page, When I buy untithed grain from the Gentile, Mimurachan that have been smoothed over, Masran, I take the tithe, but I keep it. Why? 
Why would I keep it? That's the question. Why would I have to keep? Why would I be allowed to keep it? I th- we're saying over here that when I know it's been switched, I have to give the tithe. What do you mean? Why don't we say, look, you, I, I, where do you think I got it from? A gentile. The gen- was the gentile going to give it to the coin? For no. sure not. So therefore, I don't have to give it. What's the difference? So the Gemara, that was the question. Right, so that's the question. It's contradictory. So the Gemara answers, Maybe we make a distinction between the Truma Gedola, which is goes to the coin, or the Trumas Meiser, which is the separate tie that we give. After you separate Meiser Rishon, you give Trumas Meiser. So he says, you know what? It's Karton Milta. You reminded me something. The Amar of Yeshua ben Levi, Minayin lelokech t'valim b'merachim mina ovek chavim, shupatam mitrumas meiser. The truma gedola you always have to give. That's for sure. It's the trumas meiser that you don't have to give. Shenemar ve'alavim t'daber ve'amartaliim. You speak to the levim and you say to them, Kitikhu me'etz b'nei Yisrael. When you buy from, when you get it, when you take the meiser rishon from a Yisrael. That has to be given to the coin. You don't have to separate the Trumas Meister and give to the coin. So the answer is, it depends what you're talking about. If you're talking about Trumas, Truma Gedola, that's what we're talking about over here, where we said, yes, you have to for sure give it, even though you got it from a Gentile. You can't say, well, the Gentile wasn't going to give it, so I'm not going to give it. But, what, but over here, I want to get to the Mishnah, okay? Uh, but over here, nah, that's the difference. So Truma, it's my what, sir. What did you say to the Levim? Truma, the Levim were told that when you get from a Jew, a Yisrael, the Maiser Rishon, then you give the portion to the Kohen. But if you didn't get it from Jews, who'd you get it from, a Gentile? then you don't have to give the Trumas Meiser. So that's why you don't have to give it. Let's just finish the last piece to get to the Mishnah. If the animal, the sheep, died, you can benefit from the sheep. That's what it sounds like. Who, by, whom, by whose house did this sheep die? I gave it to the Kohen, and, and then the sheep dies right in the hands of the Kohen. And the Kohen can benefit from sheep. That's quite obvious. Mimona didehu. It's his money. He could do what he wants with that sheep. If the sheep happened to die, well, that's a shame, but he could still benefit from it as, way, as much as he wants. It's his money. He could do with it as he pleases. Ella de misbe bailam. It died in my house. Vinana bokoin. The coin gets the dead sheep. Hanami pshid. Of course he should get the dead Give him a dead sheep? I know. He was live when I, I redeemed it on a live sheep, and then it died. Okay, so he's entitled to it. Oh, right, right. Napshita. So Gemara says no. Sal kadei dechamina might have thought kol kamed olamati liyade lo zachabe. He's not entitled to it. Kamashim lon demi idne daafreshei pishuse dekoin koi. The chiddush is is that it's a done deal. Soon as I separate and transfer the sanctity of the donkey onto the sheep, it's already the coins. Whatever happens happens at that time, but it belongs to the coin already. Even though you didn't designate the coin.